0: I'm Jake Cornell. I'm a comedian in New York City, and for the past 10 years, I've been living and breathing the restaurant industry. This is a show where I'll be talking to comedians, actors, bartenders, chefs, and restaurant owners about all things going out. We'll talk about restaurants, bars, staying in, drinking, not drinking, and whatever else we want. This is Going Out with Jake Cornell. Welcome! Most unenthusiastic welcome of all time. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Going Out with Jake Cornell. I am Jake Cornell, and I'm here with my friend and producer Katie Brown.
1: Hello, how are you?
0: I'm I'm good. I'm hating. Sorry, we're doing a remote intro recording today because I couldn't come into the office, and I really hate how I look in this Zoom. Like, I got my beard trimmed yesterday, and the angle of my beard line—it's.
1: Wait, I was thinking the exact opposite. I thought you
0: thought it looks good?
1: Yeah, I think it looks really good that way.
0: Oh, okay. Because I feel like the way that they made it so like this, uh, this. I'm hating what's happening on the bottom. I don't I can't explain it. The thing
1: is, like, I don't really understand like what's supposed to happen on the bottom of a beard. Like I don't understand like where it's supposed to stop.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a like it's one of those things where I don't know where it's right, but when you see it and it's wrong, you're like, well, that's wrong. Like, mm-hmm. that's not where you should be doing that. You
1: know when you see it. <laughs> okay, got it. Well, the way they did the side on your cheek, though, is, like, really, like, it's giving, no, like... It's
0: elegant. i elegant. I'm not mad at that part. I do prefer in, like, a, in a week when it's, like, grown out a little, and so the line's a little softened. This is a little Jersey Shore for me, <laughs> but I'll be fine.
1: <laughs> I think you'll get through it. I um, I like the little, like, soul patch thing. I just ordered a fake one this on. is not a
0: choice though like this, hair doesn't grow here
1: oh I just for ordered me. a costume soul patch for my Halloween costume because I'm going as Howie Mandel
0: why, why the fuck are you being hung, Howie Mandel <laughs> because
1: my friend I, first of all I love deal or no deal um, and second of all my friend and I wanted to do a couple's costume so she's going as like the case girl and I'm going I got a bald cap and like a little um,
0: where are you going for Halloween <laughs>
1: going out, like, to bars.
0: <laughs> okay, interesting. Imagine, Wait, I was
1: jo- imagine like, someone tries to hit on me, like, I just, I can't picture, like, what that'll look like. You so. need to
0: give your friend two cases, and then he the guys have to open the case, and it's, like, deal or no deal.
1: Yeah, that's good, that's good. Yeah, um, yeah I think, like, she's gonna have, like, a Meghan Markle moment, and then I, um, I'm gonna, like, try and actually get, like, a, a suit that fits me. Um, I'm going to go all out. I'm really excited.
0: Wow. So will match. This is really funny. Wait, okay. Way. I was just talking to someone about Halloween in New York and how it's like, I identify as someone who likes Halloween. Like I fuck with Halloween pretty hard. Yeah. You like ho- holidays
1: I, that aren't family holidays, right?
0: <laughs> yes. Famously. But then it's like, I actually with Halloween don't have the follow through. Like it's October 13th when we're recording this and people are like, oh, what are you doing for Halloween? I'm like, I have not even like given it one ounce of thought. And I can't remember the last time. I actually like I have never in my like adult life like thought of a costume and then like made it it with like a significant amount of effort. Like I usually to me a good Halloween costume idea is something that like takes minimal execution, but like can be done really well.
1: Oh wait, I, mean, I literally am the least organized person. This is like the first time I've ever actually like put together a real costume. Last year I a- went as a no cardboard go. box and I just like wore That's funny. Like brown and just put a cardboard box around myself because I didn't know what to do. (laughs) So my favorite
0: Halloween costume I've done (laughs) in the past few years was two years in a row. I did the brawny man and I wore a plaid shirt and I carried around a roll of paper towels and anytime anyone spilled anything I picked it up. (laughs) That's amazing. And I it was my favorite costume. I need you costume. to follow
1: me around like on my day-to-day. You know, it
0: was so <laughs> funny. Cause if someone like you were if you were like at a party and someone like spilled something, it was like boom, you have endless. Here's my moment. It was like really funny. But then the <laughs> issue is like, this is the thing is like I don't actually like I realized like I I like said this out loud the other day and I realized it was like something I was like a thought I hadn't like fully formulated yet, but I was like, oh, that's actually really true. It was like I actually like for Halloween is one of the rare moments where I actually don't think I want to be in the city. Like for Halloween, I want to be in like an ooky, spooky, small New England town. I was to say, like, it's a very suburban
1: holiday. That's where the suburbs 100%. shine. hundred
0: percent. Because like in New York, it's like, I, from what I understand in the bigger buildings, kids trick or treat inside the buildings. And I actually do think that's really cute. And I think, and actually I forget that. I'm remembering just now that a couple of years ago, me and my friend just took edibles and then gave Kids trick like gave the trick or treaters candy and it was actually like so fun, but that is fun. That was when I lived. That was when I lived on my old block that was like really really cute and like there were trick or treaters. Like we're not getting trick or treaters here. Yeah, as I
1: said, there's no anyway. way I'm getting trick or treaters in but my like,
0: <laughs> in the East Village. Yeah, no. no. But it's like
1: there's no children.
0: But it's like and it's not even about the trick or treaters. But it's like I just don't love as someone who loves going out. I don't like drunk people and I don't like the hol- Like I just am, like. Like, the Halloween Saturday night on the streets in New York, especially like in the village, that's tough.
1: I think the costumes make people feel like they don't need to compose themselves in the same way as they would The normally. costumes don't
0: also, like, a lot of people forego, like, if you can wear a shoe, wear a shoe, but, like, don't be, like... Oh, well, for this costume, I'm going to wear a platform heel, even though I don't normally wear heels. And then I'm going to do 19 shots of vodka and break my fucking ankle. Right. Like, don't do that. And then it's like, God forbid it's cold on Halloween weekend because then I'm like walking around like in moral quandary being like, I think these people are going to like, like, especially like, these small girls that are not wearing like enough clothing. Like, I don't care. Like, and not like skin drunk I'm like, you're going to get sick. Like, you're going to have hypothermia. It's because I went to UVM and like UVM literally the first like month of freshman year of UVM is literally you just getting conditioned to make sure that no one freezes to death while you're out drinking because it's so fucking cold. Like, and so I think I'm like constantly thinking about that when it's cold out. I'm like, are, is everyone safe? Like, is anyone like in a snowbank and we haven't noticed? Like, let's, like, what are we doing? And so when it's cold (laughs) on Halloween, I'm like red alert the whole time.
1: That's fair. I mean, it is like a weird thing for me because like I, in my mind, like I still think of the seasons the way I thought of them when I was growing up in North Carolina. So Yeah. So like- well, no, not really, because we didn't have like major season changes in the same way that they do in Right. The
0: so when it gets like full toe cold, are you like, whoa?
1: Yeah. Well, I didn't even own a winter coat until I went to college. Like, I didn't. That's I didn't have crazy. to like own like a padded coat situation. It was just like you could probably wear a jean jacket and get away with most of the winter. Um, that just sounds so nice. But October was like still warm. Like we would wear, we'd be able to wear like whatever we wanted for Halloween. Like when I was a kid, you know, we could just like dress up. We didn't have to think about like wearing a coat with it or whatever. Now you really do have to think about the pragmatic side of Halloween, especially though, if you're trying to bar hop, you have a big coat, but then you don't know where to put it. It's like, it's a little tough.
0: So when you're looking at going out on Halloween weekend, what sort of like locations are you looking at?
1: I have this one friend who throws a big party for one of the days every year and it's like a big host- costume party and she makes these like like, um, like signature cocktails and like the little, like she makes like jello shots that are in the okay. syringes and stuff like that. And then we usually just go out afterward. Um, like one year she, it, last year or no, two years ago when it was like still like deep COVID, we had like our... Um, we had our like small group that we got together and then she created like a scavenger hunt throughout the neighborhood. Then you had to like take photos in different places. Um, I do.
0: I, I love a scavenger hunt. Me
1: too. Me too. Especially when it was like during that time when like bars weren't a thing, it was like something to do like, and make it feel like still like a fun, special weekend, you know?
0: Yeah, interesting. Interesting. I think I might go to some sort of like ticketed event, just because the bar hop is anxiety inducing to me on a night where it's going to be that.
1: That's fair. Psycho? I just like don't like being beholden to that ticket.
0: No, I, <laughs> what if I change my I mind sort of about like, what I want to do? <laughs> This is where I start to shut down the weekends where it's like everyone's going out. like I honestly low-key and then like this maybe this is I don't feel great out saying this, but it's like oh I feel I feel it way more about Halloween but like I also get a little bit this way around pride where I'm oh, like everyone's going out. there's like all these events like it's so overwhelming that part of me is like opt out. And yeah. like, I don't actually want to opt out. Like I do want to participate, especially like obviously in pride. I do want to participate. Mm-hmm. But there's like a there's like an overwhelm of like there's all these places and, like who's going where and who's doing what that I just like shut down and like almost want to opt out. I never would. But like it happens.
1: I feel like it's almost like prom, you know, where there's like all these expectations about like a very specific night or a weekend or whatever. And then it's like never going to be as good as that is what, what you like expect it to be. 100%. I feel like that's also part of it where it's like where
0: your proms fun, where you're like prom fun.
1: I did have fun at prom. Um,
0: How many proms did you go to? I went to three. Me too.
1: Oh my god! Wait. Wait, Because you had an older boyfriend. Actually, I went to
0: four. Wait, I went to four. I went to four. Went to four. But I didn't go to. I went to two one year. You went. So you
1: went like sophomore, junior.
0: Hold on. Wait. Let me count. I went to prom freshman year with the Dutch foreign exchange student Tessa. I didn't go to any sophomore year. I went to. Junior year, I went to two proms because I went to my cousin's prom, not with her, with her friend. She just wanted me to go. Mm-hmm. Um, And my, my, my prom. And then senior year, did I go to six proms? Because senior year, I went to my prom and my boyfriend's prom.
1: Okay, you're so popular. I
0: went to like five or six proms. I guess I went to five.
1: Okay. You're more perfect than me. Whatever. I only went
0: to three. Uh, My high school's prom, which I went to three times, they always had chocolate. There was like this tray of chocolate covered strawberries that they would put out like towards the end of the night and like (laughs) everyone else was dancing. And I was like, I'm eating like chocolate covered strawberries is one of my favorite foods like that exists in this world. Mm -hmm. And I would be on the dance floor, like scarfing them. And I remember like junior, my, I guess it was my junior year or no, it was at the freshman year prom was when Umbrella by Rihanna came out and I was like eating, I had like six chocolate covered strawberries in my mouth and they started playing Umbrella and I was like, "I gotta go dance Umbrella. And I'm like choking on chocolate covered strawberries, trying to get to the dance floor in time for Umbrella.
1: Wait, was, um, were, were any of the, like was that date that you went to? Or the freshman year prom, was that a, like a yeah. date or a friend thing?
0: Very much a friend thing.
1: Did you ever date girls like before you came out?
0: No, not at all. That's good. Not That's cool. even good for much. them. <laughs> no, it was sort of like the thing where it was like, I like, I always say like, I, my, I didn't get to like come out in the way of like, surprise, I'm gay. It was just like, I stopped denying people being like, you're gay. Like that was more my coming out experience. So dating girls wasn't really part of that journey for me. It's like me. that TikTok
1: sound. You're gay. Yeah. <laughs> me too.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah. But...
1: Um, Okay. That makes sense. I feel,
0: like this is- I think prom has the capability to be fun. It's the more that when how prom is pitched in movies of being like the magical night where you like meet your husband and like sail into the sky. No, Do you know what I mean? Totally. The princess diaries prom, like that doesn't happen.
1: I think the, okay. Prom once you get there is fun, but I think as a girl, the day of prom is like really stressful. Cause it's just like so much expectation about like getting ready and stuff.
0: Oh yeah. Prom is way worse for girls. Yeah. I can, and I like acutely experienced, like witness that. As, like, a gay guy who's like a man, so they're not experiencing those pressures, but you're hanging out with all your girlfriends and they're, and like the moms who really care about prom.
1: Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: The moms who really, at my, at the prom, the photos having to to
1: sit for, oh,
0: God. Wait, Katie, want to hear, like, at, I, at one of the proms I went, at my boyfriend's prom senior year, Mm -hmm. one of the moms, like, we were doing all the photos. One of the moms made us do a photo where Nick and I pretended to be straight. She was like, can you pose with girls for mine? And we oh, did because we were so shocked that everyone was kind wait, of like. You are know, you serious? Like, yeah. She was like, can you guys post? She was like, everyone get with your dates. And we were with, we were standing together. And then we, she was like, can everyone stand with their dates? And then Nick and I were like, oh wait, we should bleep his name. I don't, I don't, I haven't like asked if I can talk about him on the podcast. Anyway. Um,
1: Nick is a pretty common name. I'm not going to lie.
0: Oh, wait, then let's not bleep it. I'm being <laughs> a very cautious. My boyfriend at the time, Nick, it was like, he was like. I remember like we were standing with each other and then the 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 woman was like, um, she was like, she was like, can you stand with your dates? And then we like, we were like, we are. And then she was like, oh, <laughs> and there were these two girls who didn't have dates that were just going as like friends. And she was uh-huh. like, can you each pose with them? And we were like,
1: that's so fucked Okay. Up.
0: And then we did. And then yeah I want to name her on the podcast I won't but her her husband was the the football coach of the high school so it's not shocking
1: oh yeah that checks that checks yeah oh that's the worst I feel like that is the other thing with prom and I feel like a lot of these kinds of things they're so like gender stereotyped and like
0: oh a hundred percent I
1: wonder like what the younger generations will do with it I feel like they can make it cool like they can make it something different and more like open to everybody because I feel like I don't know. I feel like they're doing a lot of, like, I feel like they're going to, you and Hannah Burner were talking about like what Gen Z will do with weddings and stuff. I feel like it'll be like the same thing. For oh, sure.
0: Well, you need to do away with king and queen. Like, I think that's oh stupid.
1: I don't think my school did that. Did yours? Yours did that?
0: Oh, a hundred percent. That feels I like I something in, from a movie. I don't think, my sister was a prom queen, iconically. Oh my God. But I mean, no, I'll give it to her.
1: Did she break prom- up the crown into little pieces and throw it to everybody? No, who
0: and that was it. homecoming, I think. But <laughs> it's fine. Maddie was prom king, prom king, prom queen, um, <laughs> but prom was on her birthday, so that helped.
1: Oh, that's. But that's really sweet. I don't know. It that's was really kind of sweet. Like it, was so <laughs> it was actually so cute.
0: It was actually so cute. What have you no, have you gone
1: out recently? I'm,
0: have I gone out recently? Yeah, I went out last night to Bandits in the West Village. Are I know, you know it. I mean? Yeah, I like that place. I didn't know that it's a bar. Like, I've been there for dinner as a restaurant, but it's open till 2.
1: Oh, I didn't know it was a restaurant. Did you know that? I only knew it was a bar.
0: Wow. Okay, so fascinating.
1: Because I've been there late night too. Um, last night I was, was at a wine dinner, and have you heard of Juliet, the wine, the, like, new boxed wine brand? No. It's really cool. It's like really aesthetically pleasing boxed wines and they just released their Pinot Noir. It was really, really pretty.
0: Oh, that sounds fun. really good. I would check that out. You should. Where was the dinner?
1: It was at, okay, so I was invited from like this uh, publicist and it was at the um, PR agency's like the owner of the PR agency's beautiful brownstone in the meatpacking district.
0: (laughs) Okay. God bless. We love that. It was
1: gorgeous. I couldn't believe, I I was like, when I walked in, I thought it was going to be like an elevator to like get to like, which one is her apartment kind of thing. It's like, oh, all five floors are yours. Okay, fancy. Damn, that's
0: some good PR, buddy, Jesus. I know. I'm obsessed. It was really, really beautiful. (laughs) Yeah, I really, I think that's like, I, like I, uh, I want to just get to the place in my career where I get invited to all the places where you get to go into the places that are hard to go into. Does that make sense? Like I want to go into like the Players Club on Gramercy Park, like all these like places that are like exclusive, exclusive and fucked up. Like I hate that they exist. I don't really like exclusivity, but I do like want to see them at the same time. Me too. Especially like the really old ones, like the old brownstone ones. Like I want to see that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I didn't know like that part of New York like existed for like real people, and I was just like, oh okay.
0: Well, because they're like not real people. They're psycho. <laughs> There you go. They're like psycho. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, oh my God. Okay. Should we let them listen to the episode? Probably. Okay, Gorge. This episode um, is our gayest yet for sure. <laughs> this is the gayest episode yet. Very, very fun. This is with one of my favorite people. Um, he is so talented and such an incredible like worker and just a star and just like such a light. Um, and he puts on his... Production company, Divatronic, with um, the drag queen Alaska Thunderfuck puts on like the some of the most fun party slash show events in New York. Like the, anytime they do anything, it is literally such a blast. Go see it. Um, he is an actor. He is a director. He's a producer. Um, please enjoy me going out with Nick uh, heaven on earth. Um, How are you? A major, how are you? I'm impressed that you're good because we did just, we're coming, I saw you less than 36 hours ago on Fire Island.
2: On a beach. On a, a beach. At a nighttime beach rave. Yes. I do feel that like second day haze, like yesterday yeah. I was like, wow, wow. And I also went from like pride to traveling um, internationally and then back.
0: Beach club, another club. Literally, <laughs> together, got another
2: club, no sleep. So this is my first like sort of day where I'm... Just not doing anything but this, which is awesome. God bless. But I am feeling good.
0: I'm feeling. Uh, Were these? Does Pride? Do weekends like Pride and you and being in Fire Island like? Do those feel like work or play?
2: Fire Island feels definitely like play. Pride—it's so weird because I, I was just talking to someone. I was—we were trying to make Pride plans, and I was like, "Wow, you truly used to just be like, our plans were just Pride Sunday." Yeah, <laughs> and now it's the week. Oh my god, just hit the mic. <laughs> now it's like the week before, the three pre-games before, and that definitely does feel like work. Like. Any any of my friends that weren't my close friends that asked me what my plans were for Pride Weekend, I was like, "Baby, just look at my Instagram, please." Yeah, I'm not even being shady. I can't answer this question <laughs> anymore. Just look it up. I post every day. You have uh, detailed instructions of what to wear. Don't text Ty
0: Sunderland. Please do not text him <laughs> about anything. Yeah, it's like, would you? How would you describe your role within the nightlife space? That's
2: interesting. Um, I think I've. Well, I've definitely worked my way up into, I've, I've sort of curated, like I do a lot of looks, et cetera. I remember, I remember going to Ty's, I I didn't know him that well, and I kept going to his color theme parties in like 2018 and I would bring a whole group of people and we would all be like dressed as a color. And, like, the first one I went to, there were barely anybody dressed up. It was just, like, blue jock straps. That was it. And then we, like, kept going to, like, purple, whatever. And then more and more I saw, like, more people. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I don't think I did this, but I don't think I, like, I helped for sure. And now I now I was on Fire Island, and there, I had three or four boys come up to me at tea, and they're like, I dress up like this because you inspire me. And I'm like, that's actually really no, sweet. No, that's
0: so sick. That's and sweet. I think there was also, because, like, also there was quarantine couture. Yes, I did do which that. Which I think, like was a, also a huge part of it. Just like, I think you were like, I really appreciated as someone who has no fashion sense, sense and dresses like shit. Um, I, okay, literally no correction. Well, oh, wow. <laughs> literally just sat there and was like, absolutely, oh, yeah, keep absolutely. talking. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> no, you look really cute right now. I love the shirt.
0: Right now. He's literally saw me three times this weekend. Um, <laughs> no, you're actually cute on the beach, like really cute. Like, Thank you. Like- no, I, but I also don't claim to dress well, but that was scaling. Uh <laughs> wow. No, but, I have like, always appreciated that you have been, like, like, I have always appreciated that you are, like, I don't need a reason. Like, being, like, the, this is the fun part. Like, the dressing up is the fun part. Yes. And, like, I'm going to do that even if, like, maybe the event doesn't explicitly state or call for it. Yes. I'm going to turn a look. And I do feel like you were part of that movement towards doing that. And, like, I think that's really fun and special. Well, okay, And doing it in a way that's not... I don't know why, because I used to find it obnoxious, like, the, the like, group costume moment. Of course. But there's something about doing it in a way—maybe it, it's because you have good taste, so it also actually looks good, but I'm like, yeah. it's not—I don't find well, like it's, like, obnoxious.
2: About, you're thinking about the boys that, like—which, no shade, I live for—I live for anybody. You could wear—if you're on theme or doing anything, I love it, but I understand when it's, like, the— the seven hot guys and they're all doing like Alice in Wonderland and they just have like their shirtless with yeah. just a uh-huh. Tweedledum. <laughs> like it's, we're all usually sort of getting it.
0: It's Yes, it's sort of like people who are like wearing a costume but it's more like three accent pieces to their physique. Yes, yes. Yes. Which,
2: I, no shade on that. I like, I'd rather that than nothing so I think Sure, it's
0: cool. sure. I love it.
2: Um, so wait, so... But yes, it is my, like, anti-drug. That's yeah.
0: <laughs> wait, so, to like, okay, but so to get back to, like, describing kind of where your role in is nice, so, like, but you, like, because you also produce events.
2: Yes, which is fun because that's geared... My events, though, aren't... Well, now I'm sorting... I am... I started with... a ev- Producing like shows which is an event, but it's like more
0: and were those were the first ones The ones with Alaska. Yes Yeah,
2: we did a star is born this way. I think like two or three years. Iconic. three years ago. Yeah, we were like, oh, let's just do this Yeah Well, she did like a joke version of it in LA. And I was like, honey I'm gonna bring it to LA and give you like musical theater excellence like yeah. We're gonna make this extra. Yeah, cuz I have a background in musical theater so I was like I my my goal with those events is to you've been you've been so my goal is to trick people that watch drag into watching theater and to theater people to watch drag. I love that. So they're like there to like, they're like, there's like a happy medium, even in the dressing room. Like I have Broadway chorus girls that are like getting next to getting ready next to Laguna blue. And they're like, I've never done this. This is so fun. Like they have a bond. Then they like, I love that. Like that's, that was my first go at it. But then I was like, then with the going out thing, I was like, then I started to dress up more and more. This is separate from, so those events are awesome. Love it. Love it. I started to dress up more for the her parties and I was like really going for it. Cause those themes are, it's like, uh, the themes are really extravagant. Like we're doing, um, like there was like a tropical theme, like very like yeah, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. in depth. So it's a fun challenge for me. But then I started doing this. I was like, Luis, I'm doing a lot. Like I would love to just like produce this too. <laughs> like yeah. I'll turn this look and then also give you a show, give you a thing, help half produce it. So I have been recently doing that, which has been, a, I'm now like the permanent co-producer of her, which is really awesome. Congrats. awesome. Which really is really sick. fun. Um, it's a, basically my side gig at this point, but it's so fun. And it's like, I don't know. I just, it's a little passion of mine. So it's fun. Yeah. But overall, my favorite thing about being a host for anything is just like being able to get my friends in. (laughs) Yeah, totally. I have eight friends. We usually have drink tickets and that they don't have to
0: stress out. They, if whatever they can afford, whatever this, it's like fun to like get them in with me. Are you a host like across the board in terms of like bigger small? Like, do you like, are you like a dinner party girl? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, is hosting in your nature?
2: Yeah, so I was just gonna tell, I was just, because I was like, okay, he's gonna like ask me about food, he's gonna ask me about <laughs>
0: And I was like listening on the podcast.
2: I was like fast forwarding through all the questions you might ask. And I am, I will, I did used to live, I live with John Riddle who is my best friend. Shout out to John Riddle. Um, he is an incredible cook and I would, he would, we would host a lot of dinner parties together in our backyard when we lived together. And I would be in charge of sort of like, I would set the tables and cause I used to cater. So I was like, I loved all of that. I don't, I like the hosting of a pregame more so than like a dinner party. Okay. Because dinner parties get so sleepy and like I like to go, but like I, I always enjoy it. But then the when I'm thinking of it, I'm like, oh, this is gonna be so much work, and I'm gonna be so stressed about my food. Every time John is cooking for dinner party, he's like, ah, like just throwing things around. He's like, this tastes like shit. Like we we can't <laughs> let them know we sit. Like that very, <laughs> that very vibe. And I, I like the pregame vibe more like that turns into sort of something like that. And then you always have more fun. Yeah. yeah yeah. I love to have like
0: costumes out for everybody. So party versus dinner. Basically like you're a, you would rather throw a party than like a dinner. Yeah.
2: The pregame for one of my events is actually, I've always wanted to like film it because it's, everyone's like giving each other a lash or giving each, like you take my glasses, I'll take your shoes. Like we all throw things around, which that I do love that. But I do, I mean, I love a dinner party. I think, I think it's. I enjoy it when I'm in it, but then around it, I'm like, oh my gosh, there's gonna be so much work.
0: Yeah. So when you, cause you went to, um, you went to Cleveland, Cincinnati, which is Cincinnati. Cincinnati, Yeah. Yeah. I'm bad at, I'm bad at musical theater knowledge and the Midwest. There's like anything happening there. So it's like, it's truly a big part of New
2: York. So you might (laughs) to
0: I'm not anti those things. I'm just trying. No, 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 no. I feel
2: like you said, you know, you like heard a lot of people from Florida recently on the podcast. I feel like everybody I meet is from Ohio in this town or like from Michigan yeah. or Pennsylvania. There's, I don't, I was like trying to figure it out. Like, why is that? And I'm like, is it our moms? Like, are they just like really supportive? And are like, yes, chase your dreams. Like, it's, I don't know what it is. Cause that's all I can think of. Like, she was like, my mom was always like, do it. Go yeah, for it. Yeah.
0: I think that it's like. Well, I also just think it's like it's it's a geographical thing in terms of location. Like close, yeah. You know? Yeah. I think it's like a mixture.
2: But I feel like I hear more Ohio than like Maine. Even like I don't know. Like I feel like I hear so many.
0: Oh, I think that's because I think that's because more of the Midwest and more of like Ohio. I say I literally just was like twenty seconds ago. I said I know nothing about this place, and now I'm speaking on it with impunity. But like I feel like more of those areas are heavily suburban yes. rather than rural, and yes. I think like. As someone who grew up in, like, a more rural area, it's, like, I feel like people who grew up in those rural areas are, like, I would never, could never make the jump from rural to urban, like, urban okay. to city. Where I think when you grow up in the suburbs, it's, like, much more approachable to be, like, I'm going to move to New York now. Do you know what I mean? Oh,
2: yeah. I never. That actually is.
0: That's a way better theory than moms. But I, like. I I'm think the moms fa- are probably part of it. I'm going to fantasize about the mom theory. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure your mom was a part of yours. Oh, yeah. wait, but Okay, so I was going to ask. So you went to CCM. I know exactly what that is. and No, but it's a really good school. I know that. Um, It is like psycho when I hang out with you and your friends. And I'm like, wow, like the talent level is just like annoying. (laughs) It's insane how good you all are. uh, Everything, like just full choreography, full like looks, dancing. And it's like, I know that for a fact, every single person there can sing. I'm like, this is a lot, but in like a good way. Like I'm like, but it's like impressive to me. But it's like. Um, I'm curious. So like in terms of, cause you've been in New York, what 10 years? Yes.
2: When well, I moved here, yeah, I moved here in 2012 and then went away a little bit on tour and then came back. So I think my final answer is seven like that, but I, I feel like you I were can, on tour with Mormon for three years, th- three years.
0: Holy shit. Yeah. Three okay, and a half, technically. We'll, we'll talk about that. That's interesting
2: yeah. to me. Um, so but I moved here 10 years ago. So I feel like I can just lie now and say I'm a New
0: Yorker. Yeah. It's like you're, you're 10 years with an asterisk. Yes. yes yeah. yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so, oh, okay, so when I had met you, you probably had just finished touring. Yes, well, yeah, when you, I think, yeah, we met at UCB,
2: so that was, yeah, that was like right You were like working at Freeman's? Yes. Well, that was actually, no, I got back in 20, I got back in 2015, late 2015. So well, you met, I think we met in like 20, I didn't get to Freeman's oh, until like 2018.
0: I was gonna say 2017, 2018, so maybe not, nah, I did that math yes. wrong. But still, that that was like, like COVID time and math, yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. Um, Okay, so I guess my so. You are someone as I who I think of being like incredibly integrated into like the queer light, light, nightlife of New York, and like not just like I would say like ma- like very much like the bigger like the Thai tea love prison, like those mm-hmm. big parties, the one on the boat, um, <laughs> wait, which
2: it's a, the, the one a- with Demon flower. Twink, yes, yeah. Demon Twink,
0: yes, but oh <laughs> lover, but but I also think of you as someone who like I see at like. Metro or Macri and like you know the girls like you know yes. everyone and I so I guess I'm curious do you think that into was that integration intentional byproduct of ha- moving here with a bunch of people from college who like also would go to those bars like how well I you know what I'll actually say is well because you just come. A, yes, sort of. You, I listened to one
2: of your, you were saying how you thought it was so shocking that um, someone even knew 10 people from college. And literally my group chat every day. She
0: was saying that about me. Okay, okay. Because I have a huge college friend group. Okay,
2: okay, yeah. So I still do. My my thread is still those people. And my thing was, so I got off Mormon and then I I toured with of Mormon. Then I moved to Harlem. For, I believe, three or four years. But that, to me, I, like, was surrounded by musical theater people. Yeah. It was truly actorville. And I was sort of already phasing out. Like, I liked musical theater, but I was, like, not in love with it. And I was like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it's sustainable whatever. And I also got bogged down by, like, I felt like I couldn't, like, leave the grocery store without seeing one of my friends. It also, I don't, I might, I don't know if this, it, Harlem didn't feel innately queer to me. It felt very like gay. The gay scene felt very gay there, but yeah. not queer.
0: It's, I feel, yeah, especially like Harlem is one of those, like I feel like when I lived, so I lived on, I lived in Hamilton Heights, like 157th Riverside, which yeah. is like very much still like that theater, con- like West side, uptown theater contingent. Yeah. And it feels like this very gay, theater community that is not integrated into the neighborhood at all. Like the history of it, it's like sitting on top of it in a way. And it does feel very much like a, I would say it feels like a network, not a community. Yes. Yeah.
2: Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was just getting bogged down by that. And I was like, I love all these people. I love them so much, but I'm like exhausted with this. And then me and John just like made the move to Clinton Hill and we were like, we're, we're moving. We're going to just try this, which was really lonely at first, but then I started to make more queer friends. And now, and now I'm like, I don't understand how I ever even lived in Manhattan in general. Yeah. Like I, I love Manhattan so much. I love to go to her. I love to be in her, but I do not want to live there. Yeah. Live in her. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I, yeah, I started to go out. I started to just go to more. I like when I remember going to, I actually in Harlem that what started making me fall in love, I would go to the Oops party on Wednesdays at Rosemont from Harlem Jesus. on a Wednesday, bitch 24 or no <laughs> 25, 26. That's a hell of a drug. Yeah. Did not even care. Just took the train home. Didn't care. But like, that was when like, that was when like Kim Petras came and saying, um, Hillside boys. It was like, on a, like <laughs> randomly, like
0: imagining Kim at the Rosemont is so crazy. To unbelievable. Think about well, like
2: the star backdrop. Like I literally was like, this isn't real. Cause I like knew she'd be a star. Um, but yeah, so I started to just like really just start to, I was like, I want new friends, which now yeah. I'm the exact opposite. <laughs> now I do no want friends. friends. No. I know I do want friends. And when one pierces through randomly, like a new one, like I just made a new one, my new best friend, Julian Cookies, we're like actually becoming besties and we're, we've are we only known each other for like six months. But I really don't, I have, uh, it's so hard. Because I'm like, I have to focus and yeah. stay in and not have
0: plans all the time. I know, I'm it's like, hard. Yeah, whatever. Um, so, okay, that makes sense to me. So yeah, like I guess it's, it's funny cause I feel like I never know when I see you out. I'm like, is he working or is he just like, cause you always are, you always look amazing. I'm like, I'm like, are you working? or Are you here for fun? That's why I asked cause fire Island, we were just there. Yeah. What a weekend was, it was. Yeah.
2: I feel like the big difference now is usually I'm not going to now lately because I've had to turn so many looks, I don't want to turn looks f- for free. Yeah. <laughs> so if I'm, if I'm someone's like, but if I love the party or I'm passionate about it, i.e., like, if Ty does a Chromatica party, there's no world I'm going to show up in boy clothes. Like, I'm going to, like, give, like, full, look. full goth, whatever, Lady Gaga. I'm going to, like, blue stuff yeah, to my yeah. face. If I'm excited about the theme, I'll just do whatever. But for the most part, that's how you can
0: tell. Gotcha. So how do you, like, to, in terms of, like, going out, are you mostly preferring those, like, giant parties? Like, what is, like, for going out for you now? Is it, like... Do you, are you excited about going out for like a small thing? Are you preferring the big parties?
2: For me, it depends. It's so hard because I'm, I'm weird in the sense that I, I've never been to a horse meat disco. I'm never, I've been to one battle hymn. I'm not into the huge wall to wall.
0: Yeah. And for the listeners who are listening, cause I don't, I feel like the oh, average yes, listener, of this sorry, po- sorry, no, 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 just yeah. don't apologize. I just realized this like horse meat disco. What was it, Battle um, There's like these parties that happen in New York and also a lot of them happen in LA that yes. are like ticketed parties that are like in these giant venues and they are thousands of people. Yes. Like insane.
2: Yes, which are can be fun. I've, I don't usually fall in love with the music as much because I love pop music. I like some disco, I like vocals in general. So like the really hard music is really great. There's no, no shade on all that. It's just not my vibe. I know
0: it's, I like get anxiety and I'm like, not really. into I, it. I'm a lyrics girl. I want to dance to lyrics, lyrics and yeah. my, yeah. Ugh.
2: And that's why I'm um, to Tyson. And he, I feel like he feeds us all. He does. Yeah. He goes, gives the girlies their shirtless fantasy. They can like make out and like, listen to their like high BPM, like dance music and then also like play a, a whole party that does not have one remix on it. Yeah. Just the pop song. I love like he it. Lit- I went to the um, Spice Girls boat, which was the best time of my life. And he played um, 18s upside down, which is like this <laughs> old. <laughs> and I literally, I feel like I, I didn't even, I felt like it was a Molly pill by how happy I was to just hear that. on. Like,
0: I had the same thing happen where I went to, I, I had been going into so many like queer nightlife, things that were the high BPM, the unsuns. Mm-hmm. And I, which like, it's fine, but I went to this party. It was actually the after party for the Who Weekly recording, which is like this podcast. They had DJ Louie do a sh- like a set after. And I had a similar thing where it was all lyrics. It was no mm-hmm. remixes. And it hit me with a level of euphoria and serotonin. That was insane. Yeah. I that felt like I was on a drug. Yeah. It like takes you there. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah. So I will, cause so that's, I didn't fully answer your question. Mostly, I'm realizing in my older age that I don't enjoy small credit bars in Manhattan, like, at all anymore. Like, yeah. I will go to Pieces to see Young Cut like, turn it out for a little bit, but then I'll leave. Like, I'm like, how are we having fun? None of us yeah. can move. This is, that was, like, so now I feel like we're so spoiled by $3 bill because we can just, like, it's so sit big. and, like, I can sit on a cobble, like, Cobblestone bar, and then go and dance if I want. Go outside. Go like there's. You can do that. Also, I turn better looks at three dollar bill because I have more space. Like
0: yeah, I've been
2: branching out hosting for other things, and I'm like, oh mama, you're not wearing a train at this party. Yeah, you can't. No, like you you can't. So like now I'm like okay, I'm just gonna like wear. I guess like a tiny little skirt. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I do also have a lot of fun. Just going to like come on everybody with my like seven closest friends and dancing like that is like so fun to me totally like does it feel
0: like what does it feel in terms of like dancing and being in a crowd of being at an event if you're in a look versus just being in like nick yeah like does there does that change your energy for the night out because i've never Depends I it's on my shoe <laughs> <laughs> i because i don't think i've ever gone out in like a look like yours i would Love to, but I'm yeah. bad at it. I have well, no skills. It's um, coming out. True. So, but like, d- it's the shoes. Yeah, fully.
2: I'm, well, it's, a. yeah, it's like the shoes and the, the out, like, so, like when I don't know if you saw my, like, King Candy look. I dressed, like, fully. I'm so extra. The I Lord fully, Licorice look? No, I didn't. No. do It was King Candy, but it, it was a Candyland party, and I was, like, corseted, a cape. Oh, yeah, this was so six, good. In, wearing a cane. I did not have any fun that night. I was just being the woman that everyone needed to see. Yeah. And it was, it was really fun. I mean, it was really fun fun for everyone. But like that was work, but then there's, did you regret it like, or were you, did it feed you? I mean, I got paid. So, and everybody lived. Oh, yeah, got like, I, got it, got I was it, like, okay. I got, but it, that was, was, but it was, that worked. was my anti, like sometimes there are sometimes where like, I won't even like, there are sometimes when I don't like the music at the party, but I'm hosting it, which doesn't happen very often or like a song or whatever I will wear. My outfit will make me have fun, which yeah. is fun. But then there are sometimes where I'm like, okay, I need to change. I always bring a backup look in my bag. I hide it and like change. Um, but for the most part, it's depends on a shoe, which nowadays I truly just wear platforms and never wear, uh, like full, I never wear like a heel heel anymore. Cause it's yeah. just,
0: especially with cobblestone at three Little the middle, It's just, not, it's impossible. I don't know who,
2: who tell me who chose the cobblestone. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, I am. Every time I'm in there, I'm like, why is the floor cobbles? Said, what is this? So you've also, I feel like in the time that I've known you, you were already working a lot with Alaska when I met you. Yes. But I feel like you were like, your work in the drag world has expanded a lot over yes. the past few years. And you work with like truly some of the greatest drag queens in America, I do. the world. one. What have you, what like in terms of like in relation to going out and nightlife, like watching them and working with them and kind of getting a really 360 view of that world. And like also like the drag race of it all. Like what have been like the most surprising things to have learned?
2: Oh my gosh. That's such a good question. I'm so good like, at this. Wow. That's <laughs> so major. Wow. I have to like think.
0: I'll pour water. You have time.
2: Um, The (laughs) things I've learned from working in drag. Well, I've definitely learned how drag queens should be treated and queer people should be treated and how they often aren't like just the dressing room scenario with different places across the world, like making sure they're taken care of um, making sure they're just the t- they're not rushed, whatever. I'm trying to think cause I'm like, I have, I'm trying to think of like, I was just honest. I did this Google camp I directed this Google campaign for, um, pride. Yeah. And no one there had ever really worked with a drag queen. We're on a set okay. of like 40 people filming fancy TikToks with like a, uh, just like a phone. But I was a director, but also sort of there to, I used my like sort of, which was cool cause I was the director, but I also was sort of, co-producing in the sense of like, I got them a lot of people. I like, I never thought that that would happen for something like Google, which is amazing. Yeah. I thought like, Oh, that's just like something I do in New York. But, I was very, I made their whole shoot very seamless because, and it. these are skills I took for granted, just like little things like making sure like, oh, you can't film that shot because she's already taken her wig off. So it's not going back on. You can't like her lighting has to be after this time, or this has to be right, or she won't feel comfortable. Don't call her, her boy name if she's in drag. Like all these things that these people just don't know. Yeah. That I was like, bang, bang, boom. With also the skills I've learned from, Alaska letting me direct now. I think twenty four music videos that I, w- and just being a choreographer and having musical theater background to just be able to just like make quick decisions that I might, I would have been terrified to do before. And everyone was like, "Oh my god, that's amazing!" Like I, he literally just like winked and turned. But you guys all think this is amazing because I suggested it. Right. So there's like little things like that that I take for granted that I'm like, oh, this is these are skills. Like I've learned these, totally, and I'm like using them for like a big boy job, which is. Yeah, really nice.
0: It is. That's such like an important lesson. I think is that like it's not it's just like so interesting that we think that like, oh, there's like the big skills that are important and then like these dumb things I've learned in my life. But it's like that's just branding that like the people at the top are using to make you think that you're not as valuable. Absolutely.
2: Like you get there and you're like, oh, no, I'm sickening at this. Like, yes, I'm good. Like, I got this. So I don't know if that was the most perfect answer, but I feel like I have honed in a lot of those skills and brought them in
0: and it feels very good. Totally. Which is good. Is it intense being... I'm just curious because I feel like Drag Race is the craziest fandom I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. And, like, I have... Is it a lot having your close friends be very famous drag queens and wanting to go out in queer spaces because you're a queer person who likes going to queer spaces? so funny.
2: We were just talking about this. Um, Yeah, no. I sort of am, like, now I am... I know where and when it's going to happen. There are certain places, like... Alaska loves coming to Brooklyn because people are very polite like they'll just be like hey I love you or and keep walking or the quickest selfie and leave like there's not a lot of like Lingering Attack. criers yeah like the lingering criers that are like you change my world da, 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 which is beautiful too But like girl we're just trying to have a good night And she loves to come to things like that But then like we were just in another country and like people were literally waiting outside the hotel And she couldn't even go out that whole week that because sucks. it was just like, it, it was just like so famous. And I'm like, oh, and I selfishly feel like sometimes I'm like, I want to be in this amazing place and like go out. And I like, I know if you're here, I'm going to need to take, like, I want to take care of you. You're my friend. Like, I don't want to. Yeah. But we recently, we, we were in LA and I was like, cause sometimes she likes the conversation, like sometimes she wants to sit and talk for a little bit to them, and sometimes she's like, "Please abort, help me." I know, and I'm, and so we There's do so we many do the variables. Air, yeah.
0: Oh yeah, the ear tug. We do the ear
2: tug, which is the most literal thing ever. But I was like, I couldn't think of anything else, so that's what we're doing lately. Like, because one time I tried to save her, and she like did I want to be saved, and I'm like, okay, Yeah, well, I'm gonna go then. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it is. It is fun. It is. It is. I like it. Their fame is kind of fun too, because it is a niche fame because in a lot of yeah, straight that's places, like what's so interesting about it. Yeah. Like I take Alaska to do or dive and she does occasionally get recognized. It, do or dive is her favorite bar in bedside. We love to go there. Do or dive's the best. Yeah. Literally. It's my favorite. Everyone go to do a dive. It's my favorite bar. Um, and yeah, cause there's that gorgeous bar next door that serves like fancy cocktails. Dinoco. All my friends love Dinoco. They're like, oh, we're gonna get like really chic margaritas <laughs> and like really be so fancy. And I'm like, I'll be next door drinking like $7 whiskey fucking yeah. a double whiskey. They're tr- truly do or dive is the cheapest drinks in Brooklyn. I swear. Like they're like, they're pretty s- cheap. They're pretty cheap. So cheap. Yeah. And I just tip the fuck out of them. And I love, I love the juxtaposition there. Like they play like, we should be going there more. We live. It yeah. is exactly literally you text you in our your house. Yeah. I'll text <laughs> you every time I go. I literally see. And you were just saying on the, you know, the last episode about buy bars. And that's a very bisexual bar to me.
0: Oh, like it's Dive is on Sniffies.
2: Yeah, it's on <laughs> Sniffies.
0: I was like, oh, "Can I talk
2: about this in the podcast?" Yeah, Do Dive is on Sniffies. Every time I go, I it like, on the I kind of check. Those bathrooms are formidable, so I don't know how anybody like does anything down there.
0: I'm like, I, I kind of, am like,
2: is anyone actually hooking up in this bar? People are look at the look at the chat. Oh my gosh! Mm. Which can we talk about Sniffies for a second? <laughs> is this gonna be like? Should we explain One, what this, this is? Yeah, for the straight listeners, it's like Pokemon Go for dick and Cops. Yeah. like <laughs> it's literally like. You literally look it up exactly where it is. Like, you're like, oh, this is that person. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, like, Grinder tells you how far Pokemon someone Ho. is. Pokemon Grinder Yeah, <laughs> Grindr, Grindr tells you how far someone away is, but they don't tell you exactly where they are. Yeah. This is like, on a map, you see a penis, and you're like, that's where that penis is, I want that penis. And then you go there. And you go to that penis. And then there's like the, so then I always say like, the gyms on Pokemon Go, like where you like <laughs> would fight people. <laughs> Are like that's where that's wait, where the pump and dumps definitely, are
0: definitely they definitely looked at the layout and were like they absolutely this predict- wait that's so I never
2: <laughs> like the gyms are like, oh you walk to the gym to like to compete with somebody and some
0: of them are the actual gyms in the neighborhood yeah and then some of them are door or, or
2: a home depot which which is like that is wild <laughs> oh, to me.
0: we can't which we can't keep that. no we can okay, get, no we, we can should keep, keep it, it but like keep I can't it. even
2: <laughs> But yeah. Yeah, okay, so like, first of all, some of this is uh, probably illegal. Like, so, like,
0: I think most fucking in a Home Depot is illegal. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I've heard, yeah, so like, they're, they're like, I'm at the Home Depot bathroom, which also another formidable bathroom. I went there I recently to get, bed. I went there recently to look at blinds, and I was like, oh, let me see what the girls are doing in here. <laughs> and I go in there, and truly, it's like worse than a LIR bathroom. Like, literally fucking toilet paper everywhere, <laughs> like, stop. piss shit oh, everywhere. I'm stop. like, who is, sorry, no, sorry, no, sorry. Fine. Like, the worst thing I've ever seen in my life, and I'm like, you girlies are just getting down in here. Yeah. Like this is where y'all get it. Like, you know what? I won't <laughs> yuck anyone's yums. but anyways, yeah, it's truly Pokemon Go that you can you host people can like host a party, a, a pump and dump <laughs> in a hotel or like whatever this and that. And I'm like, wow, this is. I'm like, I, will this end? Well, like, it has to. It has I think it's to. gonna
0: get to critical mass because once again, you can't just like be doing that in a Home Depot. You can't just be doing that in. I or dive. like yeah, and you can't will. like or in the parks. Which, oh my goodness, yeah, it's just like it's something like, I would never do. Oh it's just <laughs> never <laughs> um, in my life
2: would like, I be sitting in like, King at two in the morning doing something like that? I'm like what? <laughs> what? You have a backyard, like <laughs> I know. I literally was hanging. Out. I was hanging out with a gentleman one time, and I was like, "We should just like go to my house." And literally, I can yeah, see it. Like I can see my house. Lore? Like this
0: was fun, but we need to go to my house. I have a house. I pay rent. Um, no, it's. Do or dive is a bye bar, but it's so bi. Yeah, it's so bi. <laughs> I'm glad you appreciated that terminology because I do think a lot of I think most bedside bars are truly are so bi. Yeah. yeah it's like very, I can pull trade like I some
2: of my trade goes there. Like it's like truly and I well, I also love the music. They play like fully like eighties rock or nineties. Yeah. And then like also like nineties R and B. Like it's truly
0: so eclectic. Yeah. Are you okay, wait, so can when we met you worked at Freeman's. Yes. Oh, we're doing restaurants. Oh my and gosh, then, yes. did, was that your only restaurant job? No, there's um, no way. So
2: this is, I would, I was like, okay, I'm going to actually talk about this. I, so I, first of all, don't know how actors who have auditions all the time truly work at restaurants and not cater. Cause I'm like, it was... I would luckily, I worked at Freeman's when I was at the end of sort of, I was kind of acting a little bit. Like I told my agent, I was like, I don't want to be LeFou regionally anymore. I don't give a fuck. I'm only going in for things I want to go in for. I said no to so much. And... Then it was easier to work at Freeman's because it was so hard. This is a restaurant in um, Chelsea Market. It was so hard to get coverage, and then if you did get coverage, you just switch and do like an early morning shift. It was whereas when you cater, you can literally tell them, "Hey, I'm not coming in 24 hours notice," and they find a replacement. Yeah. So for me, when I catered for, I catered before Book of Mormon, and then I catered a little bit after, and then I the only thing with catering like. got me s- sad was the dead months were like we're getting really dead like the yeah the like january february which i learned in the service industry isn't much better or the waiting tables but it is more consistent at least
0: yeah because so that's why even i started to do it it's still like so dead but it's like when it's dead in catering you don't work at, at all. all but when it's dead in restaurants you're you still just, getting a little bit a little bit which i guess is like a little bit better but it is like tough yeah. It's and, fucking tough.
2: Yeah. Well, and I have advice to, this is sincere. I have advice to anyone who's listening who's coming to New York. I actually, I vote go cater first. Do that as your first job because I, I used every single train. I went to every single amazing party. That's I met really smart. so many people. I like, I met, like, I went, to, I wasn't, I was in like, I was like, catering something for I remember I, I saw Michelle Obama when I was like 23
0: This is so true because it's also the thing is it's like so many restaurants like are toxic and so many restaurants have the ability to, like, to really like <sighs>
2: Yeah, which no shade, career waiting is a very valid career. That's fine, but
0: no, sometimes there's, not, it but the, there's you a down. difference between there's a difference between a like career service industry. threshold. a lot of my friends are that yeah. are very successful and like have absolutely sick fucking lives and sick fucking careers. There's a difference between that and someone People that who, don't want to be there. And a restaurant has manipulated. And uh, nine times out of ten, I blame the restaurant. I'm like, yeah. they manipulated this person into staying here in a way that and like prevented them from actually going after what they wanted, prevented them from actually doing what they wanted, and now they're stuck. And it like. I think that that is not as common as people think. I think most people who are working in restaurants, like long, long term, have made the decision that that is what they want to do.
2: Of course, but it's like which some of those fancy restaurants, honey, they are—they've got like so much money, yeah. so many benefits, like on yeah. like yeah,
0: it's, it's I mean it's a great it's a great it, yeah it's a great career. But I think that like catering, I think what, like to further agree with what you're saying, it's like catering is also like you can sign up to work with three different catering companies, owe them nothing. Like At you don't all. owe them a shift. You don't owe them, you know what I mean? Like you don't owe them like a day of your week. If you are feeling busy or you can't make it to work, you don't have to go. But if you need money and you want to work, you sign up for your shifts. And I yeah. think that that it's definitely less money than working in a decent restaurant in New York. Like I depends, think ends, but yes. Yeah. Cause what is like, like 25 an hour. Well, it depends if
2: you can work your way up, which like, yeah, 25 an hour or like sometimes 30, if you like work your way up to yeah. it. Um, I mean, it's, it truly depends because there are sometimes I would make, I mean, I would do like two weddings in a weekend and like three other things and I can, I could clear like two grand in a week, but then, then you go two weeks with nothing. Exactly. So it's like, um, but for all the other thing is for all you single girlies, when you're starting out, the hotties that cater, oh, oh my God. Because well, it's, you have literally when you, I don't know if it's like this anymore after everything we've been through but oh it's a headshot yeah you literally send a headshot yeah your weight everything which i hate because there really wasn't so i'm a, a person of size and there was rarely chubby or if the chubby people were working they never got to be like in the front There was always like they were chefs or cooks or like they were like behind it was always very the skinny i literally got taken off of i was bartending and you have to like the, the like unspoken rule is that you're supposed to be a tall, gorgeous male model to bartend. Yeah. If you the ball the bars are also really tall too. If you've yeah. ever been to an event, you'll notice that, whatever. And um I got taken off. <laughs> they were like I was like sat at my bar. I got so excited. And like the head of the company was just like goes to talk to like the manager and was like Fuck that And like they put me off And I was like right back to whatever But Cause it sucks Cause the bartenders like Secretly make so much money Cause they aren't supposed to take tips But no, they they're all,
0: pocketing all the cash Yeah
2: I was at a wedding once This drunk guy Gave me a hundred dollars Every single time I poured him a strong drink Because he was so drunk That I was the only one That would give him a drink Iconic and I was like I, I'm not above this you can, <laughs> you can ruin your daughter's wedding I will take every I Like he literally gave me like Eight hundred dollars For just Strong drinks that night One time I
0: was bartending <laughs> <laughs> one time I was bartending um, at that this horrible rooftop bar I worked at. It's the bar is not horrible now. Actually, I don't know. I haven't been in years and years, but like it was horrible when I worked there because it was right when it opened and they had not um, properly advertised or announced that it was open. And uh, a rooftop bar can't have foot traffic, so it would just like not. We would go hours without anyone showing up. And one time, <laughs> this drunk guy got out the elevator with these two women, and or it was a, it was two guys, two girls. They came out the elevator, and they were. Absolutely rip shit drunk, and this man comes up to me at the bar. He goes, "We just saw Bono at Madison Square Garden. We're having the best night of our lives." And I was like, "Okay." Uh, and then he hands me, I think like a hundred eighty dollars cash, and goes, "This is to make sure we get good service tonight." They were the only people in the bar. Oh my god! I was like, "Honey, baby, sweetie, who else do you think I'm serving?" Like, wow. who
2: he the, he wanted strong <laughs> drinks. That's yeah. what he wanted.
0: No, but so then yeah, I just. I <laughs> But it he- was crazy. Funny. Um, I love when drunk people. Yeah, so yeah. fully. Yeah, so we
2: were talking about catering, and I think overall, I, you, you get to like, you get to, it's very non committal, very beautiful, hot people. I made a lot of, the other thing about catering I did like, which I've, I felt like there were a lot of in betweeners, meaning they were like either on their way out to do something creative or like doing something really awesome, but just really couldn't quite make ends. Yeah, maybe. yeah,
0: yeah. And Cause it can be supplemental. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: And I've gotten gigs now. I was in a movie by one of my friends now, a director in LA. And he's like, I love you. I don't have to audition. I, he just flew me out and like put me in a movie because we catered together and he like likes me. Yeah. But I, you can make, I made excellent contacts, even like producers or getting other jobs like there. And there's just the influx of people. You, you never meet, you never work with the same people every time. Yeah. I mean, there's like a core group of like the main cater people, but there's always like new people. Like you're, I love that.
0: I regret this. I really think I fucked up. Like, I'm happy with where I'm at. Like, it, we worked out and I made good friends. But, like, in retrospect, I I think I was addicted a little bit with restaurants to, well, one, the consistency. like, of course. I, but I think I was also addicted to the... I think it freaked me out that catering was a set fee. Like you weren't making tips on top. Of course. Because uh, it was like, I liked the chance that like we could randomly make $3,000 one day. Like, yes, yes, yes. And like that happened maybe in the 10 years I did it. That happened like twice. You know what yeah. I mean? But I think I was like really drawn to that like of course. insane cash differential. But I think in retrospect, the networking, like all yeah. of that, it I think catering, especially if you're trying to do comedy, any of it. Yeah, it's the one. Yeah, and the other part is
2: I feel like well, I worked at Freedom's is a very small restaurant, so your shifts would be with like the same. It was two people on the floor, and that was it. Yeah, and you're with that same person. You're dealing with their same problems like every week. Yeah,
1: and I would some bug.
2: yeah, like sometimes with catering, I'd be like, I don't want to talk to anybody. I'm gonna just like yeah, I'm like focused. Everyone, I don't care if everyone thinks I'm pissed. I'm just gonna like model my way through this and just like go through it. Yeah, and also well, so then I eventually did stop catering. The thing about catering that got that the, the hard part is like, sometimes you're in a wedding and you're like, you're, you're not getting back till four or this or that. And I ended up drinking too much on catering because you could get free alcohol all the time. Yeah. Top shelf, whatever. And that's why I was like, I can't be a bartender and I should stop catering. And then (laughs) I found the job at Friedman's, which was randomly like, it truly was like a fancy diner working at, but we made a shit ton of money because we worked at Chelsea market. Yeah. And nothing wrong with like, I, I had like trauma with like wanting to be seen waiting tables, which now I think I'm sort of over.
0: Yeah. No, but, like, I get it though.
2: Yeah. I, there was like a,
0: yeah. So Especially if you like worked touring for three years and then you, yeah, like, you don't like, want, people I'm a failure. Yeah. Like, that's not bullshit. true. Yeah. It's just you're in your
2: head, whatever. But I, um, weirdly rarely saw anyone cause no one, no one in New York goes to Chelsea market. Never. Like that's all tourists. Yeah. Um, so that was a plus for me that yeah. I wasn't like working in something. I don't know. Seeing everybody all the time. Um, but I will say that I won't mention who it was, but she's a famous person and came to the restaurant and literally the day that she came was the only day I'd ever spilled anything all over me. And as she turns to like, say hi, literally I dropped like a whole tray of pancakes and orange (laughs) juice all over me. Like, and she was like, Oh honey, are you okay? And it was very like movie-esque. It was like, of course that happens. The one time I like saw my friend, it was like, Yeah, and I was like, I'm (laughs) I'm going to, this is the end. I'm leaving. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm <laughs> leaving right now.
0: What? Um, On the other side, like when you're not working, are you a restaurant girl patron? It's at all. Not at all. I was going to say, I feel like I've never once seen you eating in a restaurant. No. I don't <laughs> like it. I, I have to. So you're I the at, first guest to have this, and I'm excited to have this I on. I don't like it. <laughs> I hate it, actually. I a a I
2: AA, I actually, I did kind of lie early and say I'm not a cook. I am a cook. I can cook, like, good, solid meals for the most part. Um, I'm just not, I wouldn't say I'm like a, a, uh, someone who would host a dinner party. Like I can feed myself healthy food. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, But I feel like a lot of times I'm at a restaurant, A, I have trauma about working in a restaurant for so long. Usually someone at the table pisses me off with how they treat the waiter. Yeah. Someone, like I'm, and I'm like, even, like, I'm just like, okay, cool. you shut up. Like, literally. Yeah. Or like when so I always, I'm so, I will help bus, like instead of like having them reach or having a conversation like, God forbid we just sack our plates and hand it to them. Yeah. They're like, Nick, why are you doing that? I'm like, because I'm helping them. Shut up. (laughs) Who literally gives a fuck? Um, but Half the time I'm, um, I don't like the food and I'm like, I'm like impatient. Are you picky? No, I, me and John Riddle always say shout out to John Riddle." We're always like, we could cook this better. (laughs) Like we're just like, why are we here? We're spending so much money. Um, but then I have, sometimes I, I say I go out to eat probably once a month and it's usually like maybe once, maybe less. I'm, I'm a very like. I like the I like to do like a quick lunch in the city like I sure. like I'll do that like a quick pick and go I love those like I love a, like a fancy like a dig in oh my god I love that kind of thing <laughs> Like I'm very like yeah. I'm I, I don't have
0: a I guess the I fast know. casual. We love the fast we love I do that. fucking love kava. I, we've talked about it.
2: Yeah, and I guess like dinners also get so again, get so sleepy for me. We're all like sitting around. We're like we're like all just like hanging. I'm so like So are
0: you doing like a delivery moment before the party or are you even just like eating a snack?
2: I'm delivering before the party. Red tacos always you need in Brooklyn. You have to order red tacos They're the best tacos I've ever had. I always Wait, get tacos for everybody. That's
0: like not even on my list of top three places to go, but Wait, I've never been.
2: Okay, maybe
0: maybe Where I just, is red tacos?
2: I have never been IRS. I've only ordered red tacos. Mm-hmm. Are I'm, they red? No, but they're just delicious. I don't know why they're. Obs- I'm obsessed. Okay, because I'm obsessed with Chilos. Just recently discovered it. Gorge. I will say the fish taco at Red Taco is 100 percent better than chulos. They put too much stuff at chulos. It's like literally. I love I was, stuff. It's like, I like. A, I like half of it. Okay. Like I love all the stuff. Yeah. I just don't need it. I'm like, how do I eat this without?
0: Sure, sure. And sure. I was
2: like, Alaska and I just went there. Like we went like to come on. on every- yeah, I was like, <laughs> literally, I was like, we're going to come on everybody. And I have like. White Maybe. sauce, my <laughs> like, like Jesus. sauce. Um, um. And then, do you go to Nacho Macho Taco? Um. I've heard of it, and I need to go to it. It's really good. But I was just gonna say, I do love to go out. For some reason, I love going out on Vanderbilt.
0: I mean, it's gorgeous.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't say like I wouldn't say like the best restaurants are there, but I like something about eating there. Like when they open up the street, like it's the environment that I
0: like. Oh, I mean, it's full. It's giving when Vanderbilt shuts down and they do like the hanging lights and the outdoor seating. It's giving the DVD cover of Brothers Ugh. and Sisters season one, like beautiful Ojai, California. Absolutely. We're in like Brooklyn, but it feels very like Nancy Myers. Something's got not something's got to give. What's the Meryl one? Oh my gosh! Wait, don't talk talking. about. It's complicated. Don't, don't talk complicated. about it. <laughs> don't talk about it. It's complicated. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, that's so funny. Yeah. So I,
2: I think, you know what I'm now, I'm, I'm thinking about it and like doing this. I'm like, I don't like going out to eat for the most part because it is very Manhattan small gay bar. Like, it's like you're going out to eat in this tiny oh, thing inside, and we're like eating. And I'm like, I don't know. I just don't. I always, I will enjoy it when I go, but I'm, I'm not a big. Going out to eat, person. I don't
0: know why. I have like an impetus to change this in you, which okay. is not. Well, you'll send me to the good places. You're allowed. I'll take you to the good places. I'm. You're allowed to not like this, but I'm like, no. We need to like experience it because I get if you're going to like these. I have, a, I have a feeling if, like, the way that you went to Brooklyn and fixed your bar trauma, like, you were going to the wrong bars and you fixed it, yes. like, we need to do that with food.
2: With food, okay.
0: And that's not me saying that Brooklyn restaurants are better than Manhattan restaurants, but I do think Brooklyn has more of the restaurants. Brooklyn and lower Manhattan have more of the restaurants that, to me, feel like places where you can go, and there's, like, a community element involved with okay. the... And also, I would say, that's probably true in every neighborhood, but in terms of, like, communities that you can feel... I don't know how to say this and not sound offensive, so I might skip this. But, like, I don't want to say that there's not restaurants without community in, like, Washington Heights, because, like, there very clearly are about uh-huh. a community that you're a part of or, like, feel whatever. Yeah. Um,
2: I, think, I think I'm also realizing I'm a very, like, I don't even as much, it's funny because I'm a chubby boy, but I am not, like, all my meals are usually very quick. Like, I'm very, okay. I eat really quick. There's something about sitting, I think it's, like, the two hours sitting around a table. I'm, like, Oh my god, I'm busy. I have to like go back to a rehearsal. Like, oh my god, like I like You're a Virgo, right? Virgo down. <laughs> like the worst kind. The worst Virgo. The worst possible Virgo you could ever have. What like, wait, why? What are your other two? Um I am oh my god, my my pretend um Are you caprising? No. My pretend boyfriend that is very famous on um his name's um, Jeff Hinshaw and he does Brooklyn Tarot. Okay. My, he has like a whole podcast about that He's like very, he always gets mad at me when I forget I think my, I'm literally gonna check yeah, I think check I'm Sagittarius here. and Leo But I don't know which is rising and which is not That's me actually checking so correct app. Yeah, I think that's it Hold on, let's um, Let's looks like there's a network issue. Oh, airplane mode, because what? I am a professional and I take your podcast seriously and I didn't want to have any interference. (laughs) That's why.
0: I am curious now. But I get what you're saying of like, if you are like antsy in your pants and like want to get up and be doing stuff and like run the party, it's like. Okay,
2: we're. Just give me this. Sagittarius moon and Leo rising. And your Virgo, you have a Mars Virgo too. Yeah, this feels correct. Yeah, I'm very Virgo in the set, and I have a community of gay Virgos which are nightmares and I love them. And I for some reason hire them for my shows. Like all we I the choreographer is, it just is Virgo. Like Google calendar down. You, the, the, yes. The <laughs> choreographer is a Virgo. The set guy is a Virgo. Everyone is a Virgo. At, like everywhere you see is a Virgo. Every, I, <laughs> they're everywhere on this dress is a Virgo. You see a hem. <laughs> <laughs> But I, yeah, I, well, I am weird because I'm a messy Virgo. I'm, I'm one of those Virgos that is like, I'm not dirty because you'll never see food in my room. You'll never yeah. see, and I keep the living room spotless in the bathroom, very clean. Um, but my room is a drag disaster at most times unless I'm like hosting a guy to come over. And usually it's like the mad dash of like preparing for him to come over. And, and then also like, a like, the like in a jockstrap, like throwing skirts <laughs> in my basement, like just like trying to like hurry up, like very quickly. Like, I need more time. <laughs> Like yeah, very that. <laughs> Please, like that's so funny. Um, but I feel like the Virgo in me is I. Ve- I'm very like I feel life of the party. I like to, but I'm not annoyingly organized. Like I actually, I have like I have like problems with like making plans, like a week in advance. Like it makes me very nervous.
0: You're a Virgo, like Melissa Rich is a Virgo, which okay. is like I know not to ask Melissa. Like I will, I will not ask or invite Melissa to anything, I will tell her about events. Hey, this is happening. I might be there. Or like, what do you think about going? And like, sometimes if I think she's definitely into it, I'll be like, go. But like, I don't ask her to commit to anything because I know like, she has a calendar full of things that are all at the same time that in the moment she'll figure out which one is the best choice for her. And I just let her have that journey because I'm like, I can't demand anything of you because like, not because you're like unreliable, but just because I know that like you the variables that are going to decide what's right for you are not going to be present until like 30 minutes before. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. I have a, I think I'm a lot, most of my friends tell me I'm always right, which I used to really love. And now I'm like, okay, I can be wrong sometimes, but like I have good (laughs) intuition. I'm like good at like, usually we circle back and I'm like, okay, Nick's choice was the right choice and we didn't listen. Um, but I don't, I don't like that pressure either, but I, I definitely am a very intense Virgo. I love to be busy. I love to like be the life of party, et cetera, et cetera. But I do feel my Leo for sure. I like any, every time Leo seasons are,
0: well you, any performer is going to have like a Leo Aries
2: situation happening. It's that's so interesting. And you know what? I I I, I actually want to come out of the closet and say on the pod that I am in the process of like slowly writing a musical about astrology. And I want to say it here. So no one copies. Okay, perfect. So like now they're probably going to copy, but like at least I said it first. Yeah, exactly. Which I think it should be so, I want it to be so, like have knowledge like you just said like little things like there but the most typical like things you'd find on a like a meme yeah archetypal archetypal comedy whatever and then like slap you in the face with something beautiful yeah but I like want to see the like Gods recreate it Like I want to see Virgo In a gorgeous
0: like, I mean it would be That would be a gag
2: Yeah it would be so It's like Once on this Island I don't know how much musicals You know but Like we're, we're all of them Are represented <laughs> I don't know how many
0: musicals You know Yeah, <laughs> like, I know what Once on this Island is yeah, I have like, seen it but I've Capricorn
2: it. is an old man Santa yeah. Claus vibes But not Santa Claus Virgo is Beyonce But like not Beyonce Just like a tall goddess Like Yeah very, like, I Scorpio is, like, a tatted up, like, hottie, like, for <laughs> sure, like, a neck tat, like, a rock star. Gemini is, like, a drag queen that goes from boy to girl, two personalities, et cetera, oh, et cetera. that's fine. Like, I've, I want it to be, like, I've, like, gotten these. I've been writing with some people, and I'm, like, I think it'd be fun. I don't yeah, know. It sounds just fair. coming I mean, out of the closet with that.
0: I would see it. I would say. Okay, you pay her. for it. So, yeah, if you're like America. I'll, I'll be the producer. Wow, work. That's uh, so how I'll get my Tony. I
2: feel like you would go see it. And then also, like, Joe Schmo from Ohio would be like, I know astrology. I want to go see <laughs> this. Like, this is nice. I think Joe's wife might. And then he would go. <laughs> yes, Joe's wife might. And it'll be called Retrograde. I think that's, like, really cute.
0: Oh, that's fun. That's. Be, yeah. So. Oh, I'm and is it with. a jukebox of 70s musicals? No. it'll... That's actually a good idea. But Does I want. to be retro.
2: No, that is. Oh, fuck. I didn't think about that. Wow, that's a new layer. But. <laughs> Oh my god, there's so many layers to this. Okay, those. and
0: I said that, so now give me the fucking credit yeah, and give wow. me a cut. Percentage, I mean- <laughs> percentage.
2: No, I, th- yeah, I want it to be, I, my first and foremost just want it to be short pop songs that aren't taking themselves too seriously. Well, Very you know great. what my
0: favorite musical I've ever seen on Broadway is? Six? Yeah. Just, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's
2: amazing. Because that's you're the, in 90 minutes. Guys, go see Six. Perfect. It's literally the, best, literally the best thing. I can tell you that I used to love musicals until I like went to musical theater school. Like I used to love to listen to musicals, like Hairspray, yeah. everything. And then the minute musical theater school happened, I was like, I never want to listen to a musical ever. Again. Yeah. And I have not picked up a soundtrack before seeing a musical until quarantine was six and I would like clean to it. And I'm now fully off book. I've never seen it, but I'm I like, seen it twice I know I will go third time. I'm me and Jane are going to go see it. I think tomorrow night. I need to wait. Really? Something. Yeah, I think so. It um, is. I can't wait.
0: So good. It's so fun. All
2: of my bitchy musical theater friends who hate everything are like, it's the best thing I've ever seen. So I'm like, okay, there's hope.
0: It is like truly like it is so Joyful, yeah. I've cried both times. It just makes you happy. Like it's a, it's a true like salve and balm to like what I need that. To like everything and it's simple,
2: just, really easy to run too. It's what six girls in a band. Is
0: there even really a set? No, there's not really yeah. a set. It's six girls in a band, and like the best. What I think is really fun about it is like there's also I think there's four understudies who are all or swings. I don't know. The, I recently found out that understudy swing and standby are three different things. And God knows, why. I don't know what the difference are, Yeah, but whatever they are, like there's four, um, I guess, standbys. Yeah. They are so incredible. And the first night, uh, the first night I saw six, two of the understudies were in and one of them, that was her Broadway debut. So wow. that felt really special to watch. Uh, yeah. um, imagine being a swing and an understudy. This girl, I don't know what the difference is like both at the same time.
2: No, but I don't know what the okay, so a swing, a swing, understudy a is. swing is someone who literally knows every role okay. truly like eight so like for instance the, I was in Book of Mormon and there are eight boys I knew all eight boys and then also understudied Ben Platt's role so like the lead role and every ensemble role so what is so but then the standbys were there so there were standbys that were just hired to understudy Ben Platt they showed up every day and never went on gotcha. they had a dressing room and they were like gonna go on if he got sick but if they if the stand so there was one instance where um one of the standbys was on vacation and the head got. They usually, rarely did that. They would usually like fly a standby end. They rarely wanted the understudy. So is a go on. standby
0: the first pick? Yes. Gotcha.
2: That's their job. My second job is to my most of my job is to cover all the boys in the ensemble.
0: Gotcha.
2: Um, but I also and not every swing is also an understudy.
0: So were you not on every night, and you were only on? You would play. I wasn't on every night. Gotcha. Especially
2: like the first six months, I never went on. Um, but I did get to go on a f- few times for the lead, and it was, like, honestly unbelievable. Like i was just, sure it was incredible. Yeah, but it's terrifying because you rarely... Like, the standbys rehearse every week. I, w- I got to do a rehearsal once every four
0: months That's in that insane. role, so you just, like, don't... You have to be in your hotel room and just, like, pretend. That's And then you're thrown on. Truly insane. But, yeah, so there's these four women who yeah. each cover, like, multiple different ones. Yes. So, like, I went and saw it with two of them covered, and it was, like, really... They were amazing. And then so I went exciting. back and... And then I went back again, and it was, I think the I think the second time I saw it, it was all six, like, the actual principal performers. Yeah. But then I was like, I want to go see the other two understudies. Absolutely. Like, I want to go see them. Like, I'm like, now I want to go back and, like, collect oh, look, them, which is, like, fun. Like, you have the spirit. I love that. You're the exact
2: opposite of most people. My thing is, like, if, when I've heard, I've been on and I've heard the, like, they're like, at this role, somebody is playing this person. And the audience, ugh. And I'm like, you guys have to get over that because I guarantee you that person is so excited to perform Charming at the bit. is literally going to give you everything yeah. and the person who called out is owes it like is like probably tired of it yeah, and like was probably running through the motions the only time I understand like yeah I just saw company if Patty Lapone wasn't in it I would have like been pissed off right that's, I mean, that's like, not
0: the, her understudy's fault no and it's <laughs> not
2: and I wouldn't I wouldn't say I'd would be like yeah. oh I'm going to live for her I'm going to give her everything yeah. I would give her every energy but like inside I'd be like okay this is my chance to see Patty. No, totally. so like if it's an absolute vehicle I kind of understand but if any other, it's like, who cares? Totally. Just support
0: them. Yeah. That is gorgeous. Okay, wait. So I feel like this I think this brings us nicely to the final segment, which is I like to end every show with planning our next night out together. Okay, work. We won't eat a single thing of food. I'm well it's fine. We're not made <laughs> <laughs> If that's true, I can't meet you before eight. Okay, then no, that's fine.
2: Yeah, because I'll go
0: out until ten. You don't go out till 10.
2: Yeah. Well, what are we doing? Are, am I dressing you up? Like, are we,
0: wait, yeah, yeah. Like, that's
2: what we're doing. Well, cause you didn't ask me what my dream night would be kind of, cause I like that question. And my dream night for the most part is having all of my best friends over to dress up and be just a little silly and like go out, bring back up outfits, change when change after you feel uncomfortable, whatever, but like and go to like a, th- a thing.
0: Like a, like an event, yeah, like a the themed the party event. where okay. there is a theme, and you like to dress up before. Okay, yeah, I dress like that. everybody up, have
2: a good time. It like when I see like one of my close friends who never does that kind of thing, like living their lives like f- dancing around in a dress. I'm like, okay, you're getting the euphoria,
0: totally.
2: And like, yeah, we'll we'll order pizza or we'll order um red tacos before, okay. and then we'll go boogie.
0: Okay, I love that. So I'll ju- I'll just join, and then this. you
2: can bring me to some restaurant, and I promise not to
0: before (laughs) okay perfect that sounds absolutely fair yeah all right well i'm excited thank you so much for doing the show babe oh my god i'm a podcaster wow thank you so much for listening to going out with jake cornell if you could please go and rate and review us on whatever you're listening to this on that would be really gorgeous for me in a huge way so thank you and now for some credits Going Out with Jake Cornell is recorded in New York City and produced by Keith Beavers and Katie Brown. The music you're hearing is by Darby Seasai. The cover art you're probably looking at was photographed by M. Cooper and designed by Danielle Grinberg. And a special shout out to Vinepair co-founders Josh Mallon and Adam Teeter for making all of this possible.